Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Are you looking to wager on all the big games in sports? Well, I have great news for you. Our partners at Bet Online continue to get it done as the number one source for all your sports betting this season. We're talking college and pro hoops, UFC, MMA, MLB, golf, horse racing, everything for the latest odds, team matchup info, player news, and game trends at Bet Online. All you have to do is head on over to the website today. That's betonline.ag. Betonline.ag or use your mobile device to join and receive your 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Make sure to use our promo code BELIEVE to get started. That's B L E A V to receive your rewards. Betonline.ag. It's truly the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite leagues and events. Again, betonline.ag or your mobile device with BetOnline. It's where the game starts. Before sunrise, Burn Dairy and Deli is preparing to fuel your day with hot coffee, donuts, muffins, breakfast sandwiches, and other morning staples. For lunch, grab a giant deli sandwich made the way you like it. Pizza, wings, wraps, or a fresh salad. Plus, something to wash it down. Then pick up dinner or a sweet treat and other pantry essentials. Now you can get your Burn Dairy and Deli favorites delivered with DoorDash. All day, every day, you can count on Burn Dairy and Deli. It's all good. It is indeed March, and you know what that means. College basketball takes center stage. And hey, it's a sport fan's dream because of the possibilities for major upsets and fascinating stories. And if you're like me, you fill out that bracket and watch the underdogs and small schools go toe-to-toe with the sports giants. It's three weeks of college basketball at its finest with the best performers turn into legends. The spectacle of March, well, it builds on months of stories about team successes and struggles. College basketball reporters understand the impacts of the tournament on the sports finances and pro prospects for players. Aspiring sports journalists learn how to tell the stories of March and more at St. Bonaventure University. SBU offers an entirely online Master of Arts in Sports Journalism for newcomers to the field. There are actually no graduate exam requirements for admission, and you can enroll with a bachelor's degree in any field. Your love of the game and drive toward innovative storytelling finds a home at SBU. This sports journalism program can be completed in less than two years with flexibility built into the curriculum. Experienced faculty teach interviewing skills, journalistic ethics, and other essential skills for success in this profession. Many students have gone on to cover sport on the big stage, including myself, Adrian Wojnarowski, and Tim Bontemps. Get in touch with an enrollment advisor today at sbujournalism.com. That's sbujournalism.com. And learn how you can become a sports journalist. That's sbujournalism.com. Hi, this is Cal Ripken Jr., and you're listening to the ML Sports Platter. ML Sports Platter, back with you all over the major platforms. Be sure to download, subscribe, rate, and review. We are brought to you by our good friends over at Welch & Company Jewelers, the Al & Angus Pub, Liverpool Physical Therapy, and Stanley Law Offices. Together, they'll work to get you the maximum reward. Let's appreciate Mike Trout a little bit. But first, I have to tell you about something that drives me crazy about Mike Trout, okay? Most people think that Mike Trout 
when he's healthy, that's a problem, Mike Trout is the best player on the planet. I probably would agree with that. Probably would agree, right? The guy is the five-tool player. I know that we throw that around a lot, um, but it really is true in his case. Uh, Mike Trout can hit for power, hit for contact. His arm is tremendous. His glove is ridiculous. His speed is otherworldly. But he's always hurt. He's been hurt for a good chunk of his career. He's now 31 years old. And I know what people are thinking. Well, 31 is still kind of young. Yeah, but not in today's baseball age. I mean, you know, we're looking at guys come up, you know, 18, 19, 20. We've seen the Bryce Harpers and the Ronald Acunas and the Manny Machados. And, you know, Manny Machado, he came up and, you know, he's already played, what, 10, 11, 12 years in the big leagues, you know, but, but he's in his early 30s. But he's also been a lot more durable than Mike Trout. Now, I think Mike Trout, when you compare him and Manny Machado together, I would tell you that Mike Trout's a better ball player. But if you t- ask me right now who I'd rather have, I might pick Manny Machado. And I might pick Mookie Betts over Mike Trout. And I might pick a slew of others over Mike Trout based simply upon availability. The best ability is availability. Mike Trout, I get it. He won Rookie of the Year. He's won three MVPs. I get it. He's finished MVP, by the way, second, one, two, three, four times. One of those times was as a rookie, okay? But you look at the games he's missed, 2022, you know, he missed 43 games. 2021, he missed 126 games. 2020 was a 60-game season, Corona, blah, 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 still missed seven games, okay? 2019, missed 28 games. 2018, missed 22 games. 2017, he missed, uh, quick math, 50, he missed 48 games. Uh, Durable seasons in 16, 15, right? 159, 159, before that, 157, 157, and then 139 as a rookie. And he played 40 games in 2011. Uh, Wasn't really a rookie rookie by standards at that particular point, but you get the point. He's played 1,407 games, and think about all the games he's missed. It's a lot. It's a lot. So the injury thing bothers me a lot. But more than that, what bothers me is that I think that players overall understand, especially as time goes on, that winning really, really does matter. And winning affects your legacy. And it affects how we talk about you in your generation. And it affects the way we talk about you if you're Mike Trout against Mickey Mantle and Joe DiMaggio and Ken Griffey Jr., it matters. When you are a third baseman and you are building your legacy, when you're Nolan Arenado right now, or you're Scott Rowland going into the Hall of Fame, and by the way, he's not a Hall of Famer, and I did that podcast, go listen to it. But if you're a third baseman, let's say in today's day and age, and Nolan Arenado is the best example I can think of who I think is building a Hall of Fame career, legacy and you know winning affects legacy. It affects where you go, your place in history. It just does. And listen, you've got to be, and look, Mike Trout probably would retire. He could retire right now and probably get into the Hall of Fame, maybe on like a fourth or fifth ballot. Um, that's fine. That's dandy. I mean, his numbers are 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 probably good enough to get in there. Uh, the MVPs and the Rookie of the Year, probably good enough to get in there. Um, you know, he's a 303 lifetime hitter. He's got 350 home runs. He's got 1543 hits. Uh, he's got 896 RBI. I mean, in a short amount of, of time, he's probably, probably put together somewhat of a Patrick Mahomes type deal. 
Um, although he's played 12 seasons where Mahomes has played, what, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, five seasons. <laughs> but Mahomes has been to, you know, three Super Bowls, right? Mahomes has been to four AFC title games. You know, Mahomes has won two Super Bowls. He's won a league MVP as well. I, you know, Mahomes is otherworldly. Mike Trout hasn't been to the playoffs since 2014, and he was horrible in that playoff. Three games played, 12, 15 plate appearances, home run, one home run, one RBI. That was it. Two strikeouts, hit .83. <laughs> His OBP was 267, slugging was 333, OPS 600. He was awful. That was 2014. You know what he did in the regular season? He won the MVP. Unless you're Ernie Banks or a Ted Williams, where not playing much in the postseason or at all, right, doesn't matter, which for those guys, clearly it doesn't matter because they are bonafide, elite, all-time type players. Ted Williams played in what? One World Series, if I have that right. Um, I think it was the 1946 uh, World Series that they lost to the Cardinals with a mad dash with uh, uh, Enos Slaughter uh, burning around the bases there. Um, I think that's right. Let me see. Ted Williams, baseball reference. Let me just quickly click click through this. Postseason batting. Maybe he played in one other one. I think it was 46 only, though. Uh, postseason batting, 46. There you go. And he was he was, he was was terrible in that World Series, too, right? But he was Ted Williams, you know? And I don't think anybody would say, well, Ted Williams, you know, he only played in one World Series. And, you know, of course, back then it was easier to make the, the World Series because you just had to kind of outlast everybody in your own league type of a thing. And you just showed up in the World Series. Today, you got to go through all these friggin' rounds, right? The divisional, the wild card, all, all this stuff. You got to go through all these different rounds. And they've cheapened the game by adding another wild card team. And it's more work for everybody else that's not the one. So, anyway, but Ted Williams, two time MVP. He happened to play in the, you know, Joe DiMaggio era Yankees, right? He happened to play um, in the Mickey Mantle era Yankees. And. You know, Mickey and Yogi and, and, and Whitey and the gang and, and, and DiMaggio and all those great players. And, you know, it's just how the cookie crumbles. You know, it might be how Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, and others are, you know, in baseball, right? We're playing in the Patrick Mahomes era. I don't have a ring because of Patrick Mahomes. You know, Andy Murray and others, they don't have as many grand slams because of Djokovic, Nadal, and Federer. Just how it goes. Um, but Ted Williams was otherworldly. He was an unbelievable player. If he didn't have to fight in two freaking wars, Ted Williams might be the all-time home run leader. In fact, I would probably say yes, he would be. He might have a lower batting average. Uh, he would he would be the all-time RBI leader and the all-time home run leader, in my opinion, if he did not miss all that time. He missed a lot of time. He missed prime years fighting in the war. He missed three years fighting in World War II. <laughs> okay. He fought in the Korean War as well. Missed a ton of games. I think that was 52-53. He only played in 43 combined games in two seasons there. He lost basically four seasons total to war. And in his prime, if you take an MVP season, I bet you he probably wins one more, maybe two more MVPs. Just pluck an MVP season out of his prime. Pluck 1946. Pluck 1949. Pluck it. And do it times four and see what we come up with. You know, seriously, 43 homers, 159 RBI, 162 walks, 39 doubles, 150 runs scored, you know, hits, hits uh, 343, 490 OBP, 650 slugging, 1141 OPS. Take that with four more years of that 
and you do the numbers, and you go to the all-time charts. Yeah. But Ted Williams was an otherworldly, like, superhero. So playing in the postseason doesn't define his legacy. It's absolutely a very rare case in sports. In the 90s, I don't think we judge now as time has gone on. Carl Malone, John Stockton, Patrick Ewing, Clyde Drexler, Sean Kemp, Gary Payton, Charles Barkley. I don't think we judge them without a title because we go, yeah, the Jordan Bulls, dude. You know? I mean, really. And the Rockets probably win a couple of titles and benefited from Michael Jordan retiring. However, I doubt that the Bulls win eight in a row. I mean, it is, I don't care what team you are, what era, what head coach you have, how many great elite Hall of Famers you have. I couldn't care less. Eight in a row is, is ridiculous. I don't know even if the, the, the Russell Celtics, I think, didn't even win eight in a row. I, I don't think. Um, you know, so Mike Trout, though, is in a different you know, kind of place because he is, you know, a guy who hasn't played really in the postseason at all. And Ted Williams, you know, played in one World Series and he was such an otherworldly guy, otherworldly player and hitter that we don't really look at it that way. But with Mike Trout in his specific generation, we've, we, we've called him the best player in baseball now for like six, seven, eight years. Ted Williams, you could argue for him being that way, but he also had to go up against DiMaggio. He had to go up against Mantle. He had to go up against Musial. He had to go up against multiple unbelievable players who maybe Ted Williams, it was arguable. I don't know many baseball people who say that it's arguable with Mike Trout. When everybody's fully healthy, who's the best player in the game? Nine out of 10 people I talk to, eight at worst, say it's Mike Trout. It's just the bottom line. And Mike Trout which gets me to the part that bothers me even more than not showing up in the postseason, is that Mike Trout has accepted not playing in the postseason. And what I mean by that is the winning part, the legacy part. He signed a 12-year, $426 million contract with the Angels, the second richest contract in the history of North American sports and fourth in professional sports in general. Mm. Why did you do that? Why did you do that? Mike Trout... Look, I think he's a pretty cool dude. I think he's an honest guy. I think he's great for the game, a nice ambassador. But Mike Trout made his own bed with the Angels. He came out and said, hmm, you know what? I trust the Angel ownership is going to build around me, and we're going to get the right pieces to win and play in October for the rest of my career. I'm paraphrasing, but that was basically what he said at the presser. Dude, who are you fooling? You should have just gone up there and said, nah, I signed this for the money. There's no one else is going to give me $426 million. I signed it for the money. 12 years, 426. I want to, I want to break records financially. Instead, he may be used, and I, you know, he might not ever tell the truth with this, but he used a fake assumption that the Angels would build around him, you know, in order to get the contract. Like, oh, well, they're gonna build them out. Nothing matters more than to me than winning, and they're gonna I I I trust the Angel ownership. Why? In what world would anybody tra trust angel ownership? <laughs> what evidence is there out there to trust Artie Moreno and the front office people who have completely screwed up the farm system? They've completely screwed up everything with the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim. They have not played in the playoffs in forever. And they right now have arguably the two best players in Major League Baseball, and they cannot sniff October. That is embarrassing. They've got Shohei Otani and Mike Trout absolutely positively embarrassing embarrassing so 
I don't know, man. I am, I'm tired of the Angels. I'm sick and tired of, you know, arguably the best player or the best player in baseball. I'm, you know, playing in an Angel uniform. It's annoying. But Mike Trout made his own bed by signing that contract and missing out on Octobers, and that's his fault. More on appreciating Mike Trout, though, the better side. Coming up next year on the ML Sports Platter, all brought to you by Burn Dairy, Stanley Law Offices, Bowers & Company, CPAs, and our great friends at Chick-fil-A of Cicero and Clay. More on Mike Trout next, but first, this. ML Sports Platter back with you all over the major platforms. Big, 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 big tip of the cap. Thank you. To friends of the program, the Swan and Whitaker families, Daryl Aber, Bob Lindsley, and the Alonzo family, Irvin, Tino, Janice, and Byron. All right, let's get to uh, a little bit more Mike Trout. Listen, when this guy's healthy, he's electric. He's amazing. That short, compact swing, you know, that 75% sort of swing, and he can just bomb the ball out to center field. Uh, the way he plays center field is mind-boggling. He's an amazing, amazing talent. He's must-watch TV. Unfortunately, all of his games mostly are at 10 o'clock, so we, you know, miss a ton of it. And obviously he, you know, plays on a team that, again, doesn't make the playoffs. So if, 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 if many people are not paying attention to baseball because of the state of the game and how it's played and all the analytics and all this sort of thing, um, you know, I do think the pitch clock is going to bring uh, people back a little bit because uh, we are, we've already, we're already seeing the benefits in spring training. I mean, games are cut down already between, you know, 16 and 23, 24 minutes. We've seen Wandy Peralta uh, strike out three batters in 20 seconds uh, for the New York Yankees. We've seen a lot of different things that have shown the uh, the speeding up of the game. Uh, will it bring back a heap of people? Will it bring back a ton of young people? I certainly hope it does. Uh, will it keep the people who have been here for a long time like me but dwindle away a little bit? Like, I'm not as diehard. I don't watch full baseball games anymore. I watch the Yankees. Uh, basically every single night, but I will jump around. I will turn them down. I will read a book in between. Uh, it, it just doesn't capture even my attention, which is really brutal to say because I'm sitting here right now in my man cave with a Derek Jeter, unbelievable portrait by James Fiorentino, another one by James of Mickey Mantle. I've got Mariano Rivera stuff plastered all over, Derek Jeter stuff plastered all over. I've got about 60 Hall of Fame autographs. I've got a Monty Irvin photo, a Buck O'Neill photo, a Bob Feller bobblehead. I mean, there's baseball all over the place. I've got my pinstripe passion bat. I've got Yankee stuff behind me. I've got a Washington Nationals uh, uh, president's thing on the way. I got, I, got, I, got, I got stuff all over the place. I love the game. I don't like the game. I don't love the game how it is now, but I love the game overall, the history of the game. I love baseball for 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 my lifetime, but it has dwindled in in you know it's dwindled in in terms of my radar. There's no doubt. Um, but I think that the pitch clock will help. I wish they didn't expand the bases. I don't like cheapening things. I don't like making sports cartoons. Uh, you know, I don't like making it fake. I hate the ghost runner. Um, I didn't mind the shift. Because you can play defense however you want in sports. It's about the other team adjusting to you. If it's a 2-3 zone in basketball, well, go to the high post, pass it around, make threes, and you know, make them get out of it type of a thing. Uh, with the shift, stop trying to pull it across, lay down a bunt towards third, get a free double, and then they'll get out of the shift. But the analytics of the game don't enforce those things. Mike Trout, God, I hope he stays healthy, and God, do I hope that they make the playoffs in 2023. I really do. Um, I've wanted to see Mike Trout in the playoffs again to see what he can do. I want to see Shoei Otani in the playoffs. I want to see the best players in the game in the postseason. I want to see Connor McDavid with the Edmonton Oilers make long runs for the rest of his career, right? I want to see, 
I guess Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs, but not at the expense of Josh Allen and the Bills. Um, you know, I want to see the best players out there performing on the biggest stage. You know, um, you know, I, I hate the NBA. I, I I don't I don't care about it. Um, you know, they've lost half their audience since you know what 2015 16ish. But again, I'm sure that NBA fans feel the same way. They want to see Steph Curry. They want to see Giannis Antetokounmpo. They want to see uh, you know the best of the best in the playoffs. Um, that's just, you know, human nature. Um, but in MLB, NFL, NHL, um, you know, for me, you want to see the best of the best on the biggest stage. And, you know, unfortunately for Mike Trout, his team stinks and he made his own bed by signing that contract and then fooling people by saying, well, you know, I trust Angels management. I trust the front office. I trust our ownership and Artie Moreno. No, you just said that so you could get this record-breaking contract. And now, you know, you got to figure out what you want to do. How long is this guy going to accept the Angels not in the postseason? Is he going to care? I mean, like, really, really care. I don't know. Because if he really, 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 really cared, he would demand a trade. But his athleticism on the field is mind-boggling. Um, you know, mainstream media, uh, saber matricians, uh, uh, you know, he, he's got, I mean, his body, he's built like a football safety. Um you know, he led in war the first, his first five full seasons in the league. Um, he's led the American League in runs. Um, you know, many times, um, on base many times. You know, he leads all active major leaguers in career slugging, on base on base uh, plus slugging, um, OPS rather. Uh, so you got the slugging, the OPS. He was second in career on base percentage and stolen base percentage. I mean, he's got... His numbers are crazy. They could be a lot better if he stayed healthy. Uh, but again, he's got to get on the October stage repeatedly. And his legacy will be affected if he doesn't get there. But he's a great player. I hope he, I hope he gets there. I really do. And uh, it's been just a magical time to watch him. I just need more. You know, we need more as baseball fans and people who cover the game. But when he's healthy, whew, he's the best. Mike Lindsley with you here. CML Sports Platter brought to you by Liverpool Physical Therapy, Bowers & Company, CPAs, Brewerton Ace Hardware, and our great friends at the Allen Angus Pub. I'm actually heading over there right now for the best darn Angus burger in town. Make sure you do the same before and after all the big events in central New York if you're in and around the area. Crunch Hockey, SU Lacrosse, uh, events, uh, and all the rest. Get on over to the Allen Angus Pub. Gift cards are available for every and all occasion as well. The Allen Angus Pub the official pub of the ML Sports Platter. And as I always tell you, enjoy the games. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v 
on YouTube.